definitely gross though. Welcome to our Weep There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your chill, calm <laughs> anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm your level-headed, logical best friend, Dana Hollander. And I'm an anime expert. Forgot that one. I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime sasolite, and apparently stuck in an ASMR video? I didn't sign Guys, up for this. Guys, subscribe to my <laughs> ASMR channel. That is something that exists. That is that is I a real just thing. never mention it because I feel like it's weird. <laughs> uh, but we're uh, we're we're having a chill vibe, so you might as well subscribe because uh, why not? Uh, if you're listening to this on release date or uh, especially the day after release date, mm. you need <laughs> to just stuff. relax. We're not going to talk need... about why. Yeah, yeah. No bad vibes. Leave them at the door. They get them out of here. Hey, uh, do you have your VIP pass? Vi- bad vibes. No, get the fuck out of here. Ooh, I, I a little strong language yell that, but no. I just very calmly tell all the bad vibes. Hey, fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> I was gonna see if we could do this episode without cursing. But clearly, that's not the case. It's oh, not no. that this episode is for children. It's <laughs> This one is super chill. We're going to be talking about very graphic adult (laughs) topics, like hardcore sex and taxes. Mm. (laughs) But just in a very gentle, calming voice. (laughs) Where's my 401k? Oh, shit. I love that. So we're we're rewatching Panty and Stocking. Oh, no. no. I was was going to say it's laid back camp part two, but... Hey, that's another <laughs> different direction. Directions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do we have going on this week? Uh, this week, we're watching one. I, I knew we would need to pick me up after the spooky season. We've been through it, I think. We've mm-hmm. been through the ringer a bit. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I've been having a, a rough time lately. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so anime has not been treating me well as of late. No, none of us. It really, it's it's really just grabbed us by the head and said no, and then bashed us into a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, but now, what are we doing? Tell through us. this week, I've already established I no longer have any sense of what is good and what is bad within the qualities of anime, and I have <laughs> absolutely no idea what Dugan likes anymore at this point, besides BoJack Horseman and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fair. So instead. Instead, I just picked a show I genuinely and earnestly love. It's called uh, Land of the Lustrous, or Hasuki no Kuni. And it is, in my opinion, very good. I don't know if anyone else will like it, but it's widely regarded as the Steven Universe of anime. Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) You have my attention. I figured that'd, (laughs) that'd be a good jumping in point for all of us. Yeah, that's pretty much all I know about it. I know that, and I know that the cosplays are usually really cool. Yeah, so before going into it, uh, all the characters have a uniform. So it's essentially like, if you got one character's uniform, just swap out that wig, and you got every other character in the show. So it's it's an easy cosplay (laughs) to do. Well, I'm talking about people get really creative with that hair. The hair's not hair. (laughs) Yeah, the hair's really tricky, and then the uniform's simple. 
So it'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, so I know nothing about this except it came out 2017 because uh, I looked it up and that's about all the research I did on this one. <laughs> We're starting Great. to get paranoid and researching things before. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we are being more diligent. <laughs> Uh, this was also done by uh, Orange, the animation studio. Um, they are the same studio that do uh, the animation for Beastars. And they're mm-hmm. doing Beastars mm-hmm. 2. And I sure would love uh, Land of the Lustrous 2. But I guess we'll have to wait because the furries take priority now. <laughs> wait, just um, be like that. It'd be like Sorry, that uh, Beastars isn't doing more seasons. They're doing just like a sequel show. <laughs> it. I think it's it's another season, but it's called Beastars 2, which confused me. Ah. The note next to it was like, a sequel to the sh- animation Beastars. I'm like, that that's a season? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, Netflix, Beastars you should know two. how uh, seasons work by this point. You release them all Boogaloo. at once. Boogaloo. <laughs> it's like Goshi, but he's... I was going to say has a gun, but that's not chill. Then I was going to say he's taller, but that's not necessary. He's already very tall. Also, got- <laughs> there are already guns in the first season, so... That's true, yeah. Did you finish that yet, Dugan? So we're watching the first so we're watching- episode. <laughs> what about ping pong? Dugan? Dugan, finish ping pong! So we're watching the first three episodes. <laughs> I'll cry. I'll ruin the vibes right now. <laughs> I'll say... Just kidding. Uh, with Land of the Lustrous, uh, I, I'm reading the manga with it, and I'm very engrossed in it. The sto- It's a slow burn for the main plot, so I'm like... There's no point in picking the best episode. Like, we're just going to go in with the first three and just take it for what it is. Because, you know, if it, the animation, I think, is what really hooked me into the series early on until the story got me. So if the animation doesn't hook you early on, I don't think you'll stick around until the story pays off. So Yeah, doomed from the start. Yeah, like most of our shows. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> let's right. go. The world is beautiful. The station at the base of Cezark has all the charm of an industrial seaport and the invasiveness of a busy market. Life is a gift. The belabored death of a joyful man is an ugly thing to witness. With kind and giving people. If you push past an angry sailor in Gloucester, it's a transgression worthy of a trip to the bridge. Adventures everywhere you look. He knew I never strayed far from Gloucester and... Would rather read about the next town over than visit myself. And fun around every corner. If I fall to my death, body mangled among the meat, would they notice a passenger in there? So go explore. I bury my face in the pillow and cry silently to sleep as the party continues beyond. Make new friends. She opened the door a crack, just enough to be face to face, but not to imply a welcome. Remember old ones. He was the only one welcoming in the starlight on its many-mile journey. And see the beauty the world has to offer. I'm glad I could share with him this moment and return it to its rightful home. Echoed Locations, a traveler's guide to a solar punk world. A new audio fiction travel show, coming soon. It's the prequel show. Mm Mm-hmm. It It very well could be. (laughs) We don't know. Or the 
sequel? I had a, a real tough time figuring out what the one after prequel It could be a sequel. <laughs> it could be that it's like years and years into the future and then the cluster explodes and that's why the Earth gets split into six. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Just, quick backstory. Yeah. <laughs> this is a world where sentient gen- gems exist and there's no humans left on Earth. So it's like, what happened to them? It's like, mm. <laughs> but they're not around anymore. That's all we know. Secrets. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, what year did Steven Universe start? Before uh, this. Yeah, I know it yeah, was before. before I I wanted to get a vibe of how much of this was like, yeah, let's do Steven Universe. <laughs> I feel like I might have been a like a junior in high school when it came out. Uh, so 2000- like 2013. Yeah, 2013. Wow. Gotcha. It. Yeah, because um, I was like, if it was like 2015, 2016, I know it's not that recent, but... Uh, it's like okay just similar thoughts but like hmm, you had like five years <laughs> uh the land of the lustrous uh, started writing it in october 25th 2012 so oh came out before steven universe how Damn. how <laughs> i'm sure they had to add that note of like no we didn't just do this thing of a more it, popular show please honestly please. it's just gems it's just sentient gems and like that's really the only correlation between it so it gets rough it gets compared to it a lot but story-wise they're very pretty different, different. Yeah. yeah but still like the concept yeah. i mean the concept of anything when you break it down far enough like was it there's six stories and they're all just variations on those six stories yeah nothing's original that's yeah. what we've learned mm-hmm. <laughs> Beastars is just uh, Riverdale, but furries. <laughs> and Lion King is just Hamlet, but furries. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what? let's get into it. Episode one. Oh, where are my notes? <laughs> oh, I well, already off to a bad start. I, no, we're chill. We're vibe. It's good. It's. <laughs> I had to look something up and it threw off my uh, setup. Threw off my groove. Threw off my groove. <laughs> uh, so episode one opens up. We see... Uh, Little gem person, uh, quick description. They're all uh, very wayfish wearing like black uniforms. Got some good short shorts, good uh, ass hugger shorts. I hate their bodies. <laughs> yep. I'll just say that their bodies are weird. They're very slender, like marble esque, like statue. But then the uh, way like their like pelvic pe- pelvis like goes back and like their butts stick out. I hate it. It's yeah, it's a lot of detail for butts for uh, sentient rock creatures. My <laughs> yeah, they're waist, about this show. <laughs> their waists take like a sharp like ninety degree turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely the creator being like, I got a design in mind and I'm sticking to it no matter how ludicrous it is. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it's a creature with, like, uh, long red transparent hair and just, like, blobs of silver floating around them. Uh, that Cinnabar, we'll, we'll meet them later. Uh, but they stand up and say, like, right, looks at the moon, because it's the middle of the night. It's like, all right, time for work. Uh, and then it cuts to daytime, and it's a big group of gems, uh, running around looking for Foss, who is the, the protagonist. Phospholite. Oh, God. Phospholite? Phospholite. Uh, they're also a gem. They got like teal, like mint green hair, uh, crystal hair. They all got crystal hair. Uh, and the easiest way to identify them is the color. Um, so Foss wakes up as a bunch of the gems are running. They're like, oh, we saw some sunspots over there. We're running there. It's like, oh, you want me to join in on the battle? It's like, no, you're weak as shit. Go home. Like, <laughs> we had to find you just so you wouldn't, uh, be destroyed. Just so we knew you were safe. <clears throat> so they tell, uh, Foss to go back. And when Foss goes back, uh, they go up and see uh, Master Kongo. They just call him Master uh, or Sensei. 
and uh, he's just kind of a typical monk, uh, bald, just big robes. Bald. Bald. <laughs> bald. That's all I need to know. <laughs> and uh, he says uh, he's finally got a job for Foss. Like all the gem, all the people, all people, g- people, gems, gem, mm, gems, gems, <laughs> gems, yes, gems. All the gems have jobs, like they have their own uh, position. They're not all fighters, and Foss is the only one without a job at this point. And he's like, ah, I finally got a job for you. Finally, something for you to do instead of just lazing around, sleeping everywhere. And then we cut back to the uh, other group of gems who are at the sunspot, and it's not just like a sunspot on the sun. It's like this weird black portal opening up. And it's just this group of just very ornate, like, ghostly white figures, like, coming out of this portal. I like that they play their own music. (laughs) They got their own uh, accompanying (laughs) band. Yeah, they have, like, a very Dark Souls, like, angelic, Mm -hmm. like, Art Nouveau style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of, like, a lot of the uh, accessories and gear and weapon they have remind me a lot of, like, uh, Hinduism, like, idea or uh, symbology and stuff on it. Like, the style of their Mm. outfits and stuff. Uh, It's very interesting. I don't know if they ever, uh, I mean, they don't ever address it in the show, why would they? But I don't know if the authors ever uh, said what the inspiration inspiration. was. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's just this, like, army of these, like, white uh, ghostly people coming out of this black portal in the sky. And yeah, like some of them are playing like sitar-looking instruments, and some of them just have bows and arrows and spears ready. It's like, oh, okay, this is wild. <laughs> um, and then we cut back uh, to Master, and he's telling Foss that their new job, uh, that their job will be to tell him about. Uh, wait, what? Oh, he's about <laughs> to tell Foss what their new job will be, and then the lun- uh, Lunarians appear, and that's what the invading force is that came out of the black portal. Um, so right as he was about to tell him, he's like, oh, we're being invaded. Let's go help out the other gems. And as they, uh, run back to help out the other gems, Goshi and Morgana, it's also gems, uh, that were fighting them are already uh, all kind of fucked up. Wait, no, not yet. Sorry, my nose are everywhere. <laughs> they're fighting them. Uh, and while they're fighting them, they see the luminarians, uh, pull out bows and arrows and they see on the tips of the arrows are gems, like yellow gems. And they're like, ah, shit, that's Helios. That They captured Helios last raid. And I guess they broke apart see Helios and used the gems as arrows, like arrowheads. That's fucked up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Using their bodies against them. Uh, so uh, then, uh, yeah, on the way to the battle, uh, Masters exp- the Masters explained to Foss, like, why they're being attacked and how all the gems have different jobs a real as you know dave a real info dump mm-hmm. here uh basically saying like foss is super weak and has a hardness level of like 3.5 and mm-hmm. that's not good for fighting so you're not a fighter and some of the other gems who aren't good at fighting have other jobs like carpenter and like one designs all their outfits and stuff so they're not all fighters and he says the luminarians are attacking because they want to turn all the gems into jewelry and as we see also into weapons apparently and as uh, everyone shows up there to see what the how the battle's going, uh, we see the Luminarians have already defeated the two other gems that they were fighting. And they're this ca- was like I was like kind of shocked at that. Like I was like, whoa, are they like dead, dead? They're mm-hmm. super Already? dead. They're so fucking dead, but not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is like s- Steven Universe in that. Oh no, because if they shatter, they die. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we see the Luminarians like kind of like 
picking up pieces of the broken gem bodies, like one of those floating up with a leg, be like, oh, you know, we're going to be able to use this. And uh, we see the rest of the gem bodies like scattered on the ground in different shards and pieces. And Master shows up and kind of just like waves his hand and all the Luminarians just like disappear and like dissolve. Uh, so they go around uh, and start picking up the pieces of all the uh, gems that were broken and were fighting. And I don't really know why he does this. The master kind of like shouts. And I, I wasn't sure if he was shouting at the Luminarians after they were already defeated or at the gems themselves. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I didn't write down what he said, I forget. Uh, but he kind of just like shouts something real quick. And Foss is right next to him because Foss is running with him. And because Foss is so brittle, just him shouting shatters Foss. So just the force of his voice alone is left to break, or break them. I mean, that happens to me on the inside when I get to that. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I can relate. Foss just starts screaming. <laughs> um, and yeah, he says if Foss ever wants to be a fighter, like they do, he's gonna they're going to have to be stronger than the master himself, which will never happen. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're you're just you're weak. You're not a fighter. Tough shit. Um, and while they're picking up all the pieces, they're putting them in like a bag. Uh, Foss is still conscious, even though they're like shattered and stuff and broken up. They're putting uh, Foss in a bag and they're like, oh, yeah, your job. Uh, your job is to make an encyclopedia and to just find information we don't know and just put it all into a book. And Foss is like freaking out in the bag. And, like, everyone's trying to put them, put them back in. Like, stop moving. You're losing more pieces. <laughs> uh, and then we get back to the base. We see uh, Goshi and Morgana. Uh, the two that were fighting are back, being put back together uh, by the scientist gem. I, I got some of them. I just kept though. calling them doctor. I don't know them. Yeah, doctor, yeah. scientist. Yeah. Uh, Rutil, but yeah, doctor gem. Um, and they were able to save a bunch of the pieces of Helio as well. And they ask, like, oh, we got, like, a lot of the pieces of Helio. You know, not all of them, but a lot of them. It's like, would we be able to get them back together and piece them back? And the doctor's like, yeah, we can piece them back as much as we can, but they're not, you know, we need so many pieces to, like, essentially bring them back to life. So until we have all of the pieces, we won't be able to, you know, bring them back fully. And we got a little info dump of, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, microorganisms within all the gems. That's what, like, heals the gems. Like, so they're they're still inorganic beings, but they have, like, a healing factor sort of thing. Um, all those glue bugs in their body. Yeah. <laughs> it's the metachlorian. We're in Star Wars. I got <laughs> Yeah, you. don't worry about it too much. <laughs> don't, don't think about it too much. Um, and then Foss uh, asks, uh, gets repaired as well and asks, like, I'll take me out in the field with you. I hate my job. And it's like, you didn't even do your job. You just got your job. What do you, you finally got one. Why are you complaining <laughs> about it? And they're like, well... We already know the stuff we know, so why don't you go out and catalog the stuff we don't know? It's Foss like, hey, you know that's not how encyclopedias work, right? You write everything down and just <laughs> and not like, yeah, find yeah, find something new. <laughs> uh, and uh, one of them says, like, hey, uh, why don't you go ask Cinnabar? Boss is like, what? I who's that? I've never met them. It's like, oh, Cinnabar is a. Uh, is on the night patrol. They're the ones. They're the one we saw earlier with the red, red transparent hair. Um, it's like they're they're always off on their own on night patrol, and we never get attacked at night. So they must have seen a lot of weird stuff that we just aren't aware of during the day. Um, I was like, all right, I guess. Uh, and then one of them calls like Foss, like the master scholar, like as a joke. But then that's <laughs> enough to motivate him because Foss is an idiot, and I love. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's like, all right, I, I am the master scholar. 
I think I think their job is super cool, but I understand why they don't think that because they are just stupid. Yeah. And but like all... in a cute way most <laughs> of the time. In an endearing like dumb puppy way. Yeah. Um yeah, so they um the other two leave and uh Foss asks the like Dr. Jim again, like, oh, what should I do about my job? And he's like, go ask Cinnabar, we already went over this. <laughs> I told you what to do. And they're like, well, what is, like, I don't know anything about Cinnabar. What's their deal? Like, why are they night patrol? And they're like, oh, Cinnabar secretes this uh, weird silver poison, which is mercury. Um, and uh, they're able to function at night because the mercury is able to absorb some of the moonlight and give them energy. Um, we find here that gems also absorb sunlight, and that's how they're able to, like, function during the day. And that's why no one really goes out at night, because they can't. Solar powered. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And... Uh, doctor also says, like, if you get the mercury on you, that'll, like, taint your gem, and then you won't be able to absorb sunlight, and then you'll, like, it'll effectively kill you. So, you know, it's poisonous to everyone, even us inorganic creatures. So, Cinnabar's kind of off on their own, on night patrol, isolated from everyone, because just riddled with poison. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, uh, the doctor also says, if, uh, you get piece, uh, mercury on you, you'll have to scrape off pieces of that, like, tainted gem, and then any piece of gem you lose you'll lose part of your memory that's tied to that piece so um that's a big component later on in the series uh and we see foss goes around and tries to get information about cinnabar goes to their room and sees it's just covered in poison and uh, the person that lives next to them is like oh yeah we haven't seen cinnabar in like years uh, because they're all gems and they don't age time is like very fluid in the show where it's like one episode it's just been 500 years from the last episode but like, <laughs> cool. But like nothing changes because they're gems. They don't age. Uh, so then, uh, where is it? Uh, Foss goes out looking for Cinnabar and just keeps going to different places and can't find anything. And it's like, oh, I hate this. I hate the encyclopedia of shit. Uh, and then right at sunset, they're at like a cliffside and um, the Lumarians attack like right at sunset um, at their last chance. And uh, right as the arrow's coming to get Foss, Cinnabar appears with just this huge wave of mercury to, like, stop all the attacks. Uh, and is able to control it all and just create this huge wave and just, like, push the whole wave of poison back on the Luminarians and uh, fight them off. So, uh, successful to stop the Luminarians' attack, uh, but um, they almost, uh, what was it? They push the wave over and, like, their body goes with it. And then once mm-hmm. the Luminarians are defeated, they start falling off the cliffside. So um, they they misjudge their jump. And uh, we see Foss dives out to like reach out with the clipboard to try and help Cinnabar grab onto something. Um, and we see Foss is like covered in the po- in the mercury now because uh, uh, they dove through it. And right as uh, Cinnabar grabs the clipboard, we see it just uh, Foss's arms just snap off entirely because of how brittle they are. Uh, just yeah. a pure comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yoy. There is oh, a, I'll save you. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> there is a surprising amount of like slapstick comedy in the show that I really enjoy. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they're not like smart. So it's not like a, it's not witty jokes. It's just real physical, dumb, you know, breaking gem humor. <laughs> um, but Cinnabar falls and then gets back, like gets up from the beach and climbs the cliffside again and sees Foss there on the cliffside. I'm like, oh, you made it back up. That's great. I'm covered in poison now. I'm going to fall asleep. It starts drifting back. 
I and gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. And Foss is about to fall off the cliff themselves, and Cinnabar grabs them and pulls them back. But when Cinnabar grabs them, pulls them back, Cinnabar arms break off. And that's when Cinnabar says, like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm the weakest gem there is. I got a hardness of two. And Foss has a weakness of 3.5. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you're any weaker than this, you just don't even function. <laughs> uh, so then once they're back at the base, Foss gets all the contaminated parts of them scraped off. And we see, like, little patches of them, like, of the gem glowing out. Um, and while they're scraping off, the doctor's, like, asking them, like, do you remember who I am? Do you remember who you are? Like, doing, like, a memory test because they had to take off parts of them. Um, and then, uh, Foss is saying, uh, they, the, they remember everything and they're going to remember that fight for a long time. And the doctor's like, yeah, everyone's going to remember that fight for a long time. There's a shitload of poison everywhere now. And that whole area is like tainted for years, like a few hundred years easily. Um, that's why Cinnabar was kind of forced into that job to keep them away from everyone else. And, um, the doctor says like, oh, maybe Foss's major discovery for the encyclopedia can be a place for Cinnabar, like something better than Night Patrol and like essentially exile. And then, uh, as Foss is leaving, they run into Diamond. It was like, you know, very sparkly Diamond. And it's like, oh, beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. The pretty girl in class. Uh, and it's like, be careful out there next time. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, next day, Foss goes back to the cliffside, looking at everything and looking at the devastation after all the poison got out uh, during the fight. And Cinnabar appears again, uh, where Foss says, like, why are you hanging out here anyway? This is, like, the most dangerous place on the island. This is where we lost Helio. Uh, this is where they got captured by the Lum- uh, Lumarians. This is murder rock. Why do you want to be here? <laughs> Basically. <clears throat> and Cinnabar says uh, they've been waiting to be taken like Helio was. They want to be taken. Uh, but they say, like, despite all the time I've been out here, Luminarians never showed up, ever. And then the one day you show up, they appear immediately. And then Cinnabar's like, huh, must be nice to be desired by literally anyone, even your enemies. Cool. He kind of, like, walks away, like, kind of pouty. <laughs> so much angst in this little gem. <laughs> and then- I mean, she is literally the most hated gem. <laughs> she will kill anyone that comes close. <laughs> yeah, not by their choice. Um, and yeah, Cinnabar says like, oh, by the way, there's like three unna- unnamed butterfly species over here. There's like two over there, like one over there. I, um, one of the other gems told me that you're looking for me because I might know stuff for your encyclopedia that's not documenting it. I know a bunch of the animals cause I do night patrol. So they're my only friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they basically say like, here are the unnamed species, write them down in your book. Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, very soon <laughs> um, and uh, Foss says uh, they'll find something better for Cinnabar to do than Night Patrol uh, if that'll make them stop wishing they'll get kidnapped by the Luminarians and go to the moon with them so basically like I'll, I'll find a job for you to do if you're just stop being suicidal and uh, Foss goes back to wondering what uh, what they can do for Cinnabar and then we see uh, back at the base and then we cut to Cinnabar out in the f- cliffside again finding Foss's notepad and we see uh, them looking at me like god Foss that's terrible writing and the drawings are awful like why is this person in charge of writing anything down (laughs) and uh, when the wind blows through the notepad you see like uh, a silvery like handprint on the last page where Cinnabar grabbed it as they were falling like off the cliffside and it kind of like reminded them of like no you don't want to be taken away like you tried to survive like if you wanted to die you would have just you know, crashed into the ground and shattered into a thousand pieces. But it was like, you know, 
reminder of like, no, you you're you still want to live. You're just very, very lonely. Uh, and yeah, that's episode one. And then we get the ending, which, as an anime tradition, is actually the opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's a good song, but it is arrhythmic at the top, and it kind of stressed me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once it got going, I was like, all right, this, this is a bop. But yeah. when it started out, I'm like, mm, uh, jazz, oh no. Arrhythmic, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's definitely got like a little bill to it where it's like, what's happening here? And then it kicks in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, picking up episode two, we get a little like history lesson at the top. Uh, so uh, all of this came to be because uh, the planet was hit by six asteroids that made all life retreat back into the oceans and it formed six moons around the planet. And down deep in the murky water... Uh, I guess gems were, like, the only life form to really thrive, so they returned back to the land. The rocks became sentient. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were kind of saying the microorganisms that, like, heal them, like, came out from the ocean and just, like, infused with the rocks, I guess, and, like, that's what came out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so there's a big gemstone meeting. It ends. Uh, we see uh, Jade, who is running it. Who's like the third in charge or whatever? Uh, there's a, they're ranked based on like how tough they are. It, but there's more to it. We find out in this episode. So nah, uh, she's important. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't get the name of the half blue, half gray. You Clace. You Clace. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I love rocks. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Euclid is like, all right, you should uh, brief, uh, uh, sensei about all this. And Jade's like, oh no, he's meditating right now. I've tried to talk to him in the past. He's in so deep, I could punch him in the face and he wouldn't notice. So, uh, not gonna go for it. Uh, I, I really like the scene of Jade trying to wake him up, like hitting him in the head and then Jade's hand snaps off. It's like, ah, fuck my hand. Yeah, oh, I God. love I love that, like, aside comedy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, like, when they, there is a very strong, like, tone to the show, but when mm-hmm. they drop it for the comedy, it's so nice. It's just yeah. a quick little breath, breath of fresh air and it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're good. They're all just very silly gems. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. They're all children. Mm-hmm. Basically. So they see Foss just sitting on the side of a pond. Can't think of what Cinnabar can do instead of Night Patrol. Uh, the doctor comes out and tests some of their higher up toughness and just wrestles a little bit. More slapsticky stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Jade mentions that Diamond is working on a new fighting technique, and that could be something to put into the encyclopedia. Basically, like, hey, stop moping around, be productive, goddammit, you waste of space. Uh, Get out of my sight. Yeah. So, uh, Voss goes out to find Diamond on patrol. Uh, uh, she sees her out in the fields and is like, hey, so uh, you're pretty and amazing and you're the best because you're Diamond and you have the toughest uh, hardness rating, so I, I'm in love with you. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm having a problem. I can't give you any details, but I can't think of new ideas. 
And Diamond's like, huh, that's vague, but I guess you should just do things you don't normally do and get, like, a new perspective, and that may give you new ideas. And, uh, of course, this is where the 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 solar attack. Well, Lenarians? technically a moon attack. Uh, f- whatever. They're moon people, <laughs> they're, but they're very folk. sun. Yeah, there's... There's three types of people here. We got Master, we got the Gems, and we got the Moon people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, first off, we we learned that Diamond's uh, partner, Bort. <laughs> Bort! Uh, I, I know Bort is an actual stone thing, but I can't not think of uh, the Simpsons whenever I hear it's, Bort. It's all I hear. I, when I looked it up, it, Bort is... Apparently, like, a diamond that's, like, the hardest quality of diamonds, but it's, like, the ugliest. So it's, like, it not mm. used for anything. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, diamond fights off the uh, the moon people attack. And uh, she's like, okay, I'm trying out my new system. Where she just takes her sword and just baseball bat hits all of their spears back at them. Yeah. <laughs> and it starts, like... Correct. Yeah, <laughs> like starts cracking her sword, but it it's working out. But uh, eventually, th- they knock the sword out of her hand, and she just like throws Foss <laughs> for some reason <laughs> to, to get be, like, Foss get out get of away. the attack. Yeah, uh, but just like out of the blue, just grabs her and yeets her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as they're it looks like they're about to get overrun but bort finally swoops in and saves the day <laughs> the way he's saying <laughs> like, like bort 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 <laughs> ah, yes bort. there's an elegant battle between the the moon folk and bort bort <laughs> uh so bort is able to fight them all off and is so pissed at everyone and everything because uh she's the strongest and the most superior and uh very elitist why can't everyone be like me bored i was gonna say if my name was bored i'd be pretty pissed off at everything too it's fair <laughs> but you, you wouldn't have a superiority complex it would be no the other like, way around that's what's weird foss we say foss because it's phospholite and it's just a nickname bored is just bored like there's no yeah. bigger name it's just bored it's like, just bored that's uh sorry it just <laughs> it never gets old <laughs> uh so yeah we get at this point foss is like oh wow two diamonds working in sync you're a great team right and diamond's like well no bort is like yeah we're both diamonds but bort is stronger than me so uh me diamond the the biggest and the second biggest and toughest ha- also have a big inferiority complex because Bort's like, yeah, stand back. I'm stronger. I'll I'll fight everything. You weak, pathetic, uh, almost as strong as me person. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she can't fight as much and always gets sidelined. So uh, Foss is like, oh, <laughs> uh, I sense a similarity here. Yeah, th- I think we're going to be friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Diamond says that um, they are uh, very strong, hardness-wise, but they're fragile to, like, impact damage, like, specific type of damage. And that's what their new fighting technique was. They were blocking the shots and shooting them back, but the impact of the arrows hitting their sword was causing their arm to break, and that's what eventually fractured it off. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Bort's mad about the new style and putting everyone in danger, 
uh, Bort was gonna, like, just full-on shatter <laughs> Phosphor getting in the way. <laughs> you put um, him back together. Uh, because Diamond was like, no, it's not her fault, she just needed a new idea. And Bort's like, here's an idea, smash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, but what if... But uh, right before uh, she goes and stabs her in the face, uh, a giant new enemy uh, f- flies right past them, which doesn't happen. <laughs> so they're like, uh, I'm sorry, what? It didn't try to steal us, but it's going straight for the school. And this is where I learned that they call it a school. And I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, <laughs> sensei, they got school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. There's no real reason for it. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so, uh, uh, new enemy goes straight to it, and they're like, oh, yeah, Sensei will take care of it, it's fine. Oh, wait, no, he's meditating, we can't wake him up. Oh, no, we have to stop it. So, they all run back uh, to fight the enemy, Bort's like, uh, fuck you two, I'll take care of this, I guess, and jumps up to fight the big enemy. Uh, but a giant nautilus shell gets like thrown into the school and it's just an empty shell and everyone's like oh that's weird okay <laughs> the trash earth uh yeah hey well uh we deal with uh this attack foss uh you're a dipshit that doesn't do anything study that snail shell <laughs> she's like <laughs> all right fucking give me the weak shit uh but as she goes to investigate a snail pops out of it and absorbs her. Munch. Delicious. Is Vora on the bingo card? I'd be surprised if it isn't. Uh, it should. It's not. No. It's not. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't come up often, but when it does come up in a show, it comes up often in that show specifically. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Eatser and all the other gems are like, holy shit, what's this thing? We have one enemy, and it's the Moon Sun people. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on here? So, as they try to fight it, they learn that its body is dissolving them. It's melting them. They, It's not chipping them away where they can get repaired later. It's just d- eating them up. Murdering. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Foss who was absorbed, is just fully dissolving inside this thing. It's like, oh, fuck, someone save me. Hey, quick, someone save me. Hey, can someone save me real quick? Um, <laughs> I know you all hate me, but please. <laughs> I'm literally dying. Yeah. Uh, Bort tries to uh, deal with it after dealing with the main enemy and gets singed and is like, oh, this piece of shit, just leave leave this gem to die. Uh, my hair has a slight chip in it. That's inexcusable. <laughs> uh, so as uh, we see Foss literally dissolving into just eyeballs and just mm-hmm. uh, very melty green goo in the pink goo is... This, Lots of goo. Yeah, of goo. This show, we haven't really touched on it. It is very beautiful, but it's mm-hmm. also very gross. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, it's all done in, in like the 3D style, like B-Stars, for anyone who isn't familiar with it. it, it, it it's a 3D uh, CGI show that really caught my attention when I saw it, because I typically am not a fan of it. I was like, this is done very well. Yeah, when I was looking it up, it was like, oh yeah, this is sort of the argument that anime can do 3D stuff, because we can have these big fun action sequences and make it beautiful. 
mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. just blocky, uh, 3D model punch. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it just has that, there's some yucky elements in sort of like a <laughs> natural, like, this is the real world. This is how nature works. It's gross sometimes, but also it's beautiful when it happens. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of hitting that, like, I can't look away, but meh, squirm. Uh, some of my favorite. Yeah. But as Foss is dissolving and being like, hey, someone should save me eventually, right? <laughs> the episode ends, and God, that's where guys, we end episode guys. two. <laughs> yeah. So Foss is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Rip, not the protag. Cinnabar. <laughs> Did the old switcheroo on you. Ah. Um, so in episode three, we're back. Foss is still melting in the big snail. <laughs> um, Bort uh, leaps to attack, but uh, Diamond stops them. And they see Foss's gem stuff on the outside. And they think that they are signaling to the rest of them to be like, this is where you should attack. Um... And then the snail attacks. It has like some slimy tendrils that it reaches out with. Um, and then uh, Diamond calls out to Foss and the snail attacks them again. And then there's a fight scene. Diamond runs toward the snail uh, and they get to the shell and they manage to crack it uh, with just their foot. They just kick it. Kick. Yeah. Um, and then the snail falls down and Bort, uh, reprimands, uh, Diamond, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just wrote her, so. Yeah, Diamond. Great. Um, and then I thought this was funny. I don't know why. People just, like, popped their heads out the windows being like, oh. What's going on? Did something happen? <laughs> what, what's I up? I didn't even notice. He's still fighting? God. Weird. Sorry we missed it. <laughs> All these fucking superior defense force being like, ah, oh, yes, we're the ultimate warriors. And something's attacking them at home. And they're like, uh, what? I can't what? be bothered. I, I think it's because we, just, we, don't, we see a lot of the fighter gems, but there's like, a, I think they say there's 28 of them total. So there's like a good half of them are just inside never fighting ever. So they're just like yeah. real home ki- indoor kids. <laughs> That would be me. Why can't oh, yeah. Foss just hang out with them? <laughs> They're yeah. nerds. They're lame. Yeah, Foss is Put always Foss with the warriors. <laughs> and it's like, hey, uh, go hang out with Talc up there. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> um, so the snail and the shell fell into the pond that's out there. And I guess it's salt water. Mm-hmm. So the snail uh, shrank and now it's a slug. <laughs> no shell. Um, and then Bort gets mad that it was, like, so simple that they could have just pushed it into the pond, I guess. And then they blame Foss for making it difficult. Um, and then Diamond is like, hey, we should, like, give Foss some credit for, like, signaling to us where the snail shell was weak. And then Bort is like, no. <laughs> she I'm gets not nothing. This. Um, so Bort, Jade, and Euclase go into the pond to find Foss bits. Ugh. Um but they don't find anything. Um, and then when they come back out, Dia, 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 it would be Dia. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, my witch Sona was named Dia. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, so that's how I read it. But it's Dia. They call her Dia because diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the slug in a bowl and it's like squeaking and wiggling around. And then one of them suggests that Foss is in the slug and it like jumps around, jumps around. And Diamond is like, are you in there? <laughs> Can you hear me? 
And like the the body language of the slug suggests that Foss is now the slug. Um, so we see the doctor laying down for a rest, but then uh, the three of them plus slug rush in, <laughs> oh, four of them. Um, and they're like, oh, please help. This is what happened. And then the doctor's like, that's funny. That's a joke, right? It's a good bit. Good one. <laughs> um, and then the doctor is like, well, we can, if it is actually Foss, we should be able to cut into this slug and cut it, it would open. be fine because we can put it back together. But the slug is really nervous. It's like cowering. And Diamond is like, hey, maybe let's not do that. Because what if what if Foss is in there, but it still has organic life form bits? I don't want Foss to die. Um, the only one that doesn't then, want Foss to die. <laughs> uh, and then Jade like explains death and rotting away. And Bort is like, man, organic life forms suck ass. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Bort leaves in a huff, and Jade uh, gives Diamond their forearm back. I don't. I don't. Know if, I feel like we kind of glossed over that. Diamond lost their forearm in that battle. They didn't just fracture their arm; it fell off. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing broke off. And uh, I thought in that scene that Bort was the one who was like pulling their arm off. I was like, holy shit! But no, it just fell off, and Diamond was trying to hide it. Yeah, the. Some of them wear, like, stockings and gloves, so Diamond has, like, very long elbow-length gloves, and Bort pulled mm-hmm. the glove off and showed the, the whole arm had broken off. It was being just yeah. held inside. Yeah. Um, so, because they can't do anything, um, Jade and Euclase are like, oh, let's just leave Foss with the doctor. Um, and then the doctor puts Diamond's arm back on, and Diamond gets so nervous about leaving Foss with the doctor that they take them. <laughs> Let the doctor cut someone open. No! Um, And Diamond feels bad about the situation, blaming themselves for, like, telling Foss to change. Like, change up their routine. uh, Do something different. Change everything Um, about me and be a slug? Okay. Yeah, got it. Got it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they are like, is that what happened? And then Slug Foss nods. Yes, it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you give me an idea? (laughs) (laughs) um and then diamond takes around the slug in a bowl asking everyone if like they could help my favorite one is like this one gem that's making a costume and they're like oh yeah i can help and they just put a bow on it (laughs) (laughs) they put a bow on this slug no it's pretty i love it um uh morganite is just like oh let's just leave foss like that whatever who gives a shit (laughs) and then slug attacks them and, like, all of the gems that Diamond talks to, there's, like, a montage. Like, none of it is important. Uh, they pretty much all say, I don't know what to do, and I don't really care. This is, Foss is better. This is when, uh, on the banger card, I checked off unlikable main character. Because I like Foss, but it's clear no, not Everybody many else, else yeah. doesn't. <laughs> so I'm just like, eh, it's fair. <laughs> God, yeah. what a fucking rotten team where anyone with a hardness ranking below you is just garbage in your eyes. It's, it, it's not bad. It's not like a higher superiority, like a uh, hierarchy or anything. It's just Foss is just a nuisance and a pain in the ass. Like, always getting into trouble and breaking somewhere and they have to go pick up the pieces. Like... But it's still, like, the two lowest-ranked people are Cinnabar and Foss, and they treat them both like shit, giving them the worst jobs just to be like, get yeah. out of our face, we don't need you. Foss is because uh, they get into trouble on their own. It's Cinnabar's because they're 
oozing poison uncontrollably. I know, <laughs> but still, like, ah. it's not like, hey, we, we'll find something. It's like, just get out of our fucking face. Never come back yeah, to our I house think, in the sunlight. I think they probably, they probably look for a reason to, like, not like Foss. I think in Cinnabar's case, it is a little different, but they also literally exiled them and no one speaks to them, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. No one tried. <laughs> um, so we see Diamond sitting on the beach, uh, saying, like, oh, Foss, maybe you should try to get along with others. And it's like, I don't think it's Foss's fault <laughs> that people don't like them. Um, and then uh, Foss eats some grass and just immediately, like, poops it out. Mm-hmm. And D- uh, Diamond gets mad. And they're like, if you eat grass, you'll dirty your insides. Oh, God. Where, um, where was Diamond last night when I got Carl's Jr.? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uh, Diamond is like, do you even want to change back? Or are you, like, happy this way? Because, like, the slug, it curls up into a ball like a cat and goes to sleep. I love this little thing. (laughs) Hey, slugs don't need jobs. Slugs don't have to write encyclopedias. Yeah, I wish I was a slug, (laughs) driving in the rain. The dream, no taxes, no stress. Uh, (laughs) Just slug. (laughs) Just slime. I read Uzumaki. I don't want to think about slugs anymore. (laughs) um so uh diamond thinks about the fight earlier when bort had to rescue them and they're like oh well foss now you don't have to be jealous or compare yourself to anyone else maybe you're just happier as a slug um and then diamond is like oh let's just ask around like one more time see if anyone can help and it's nighttime, which means that it's time for Cinnabar's patrol. Every time we've said patrol, I've been thinking about SpongeBob. I'm on patrol. And he's like, I'm on patrol. I'm on patrol. <laughs> Night patrol. Uh, Cinnabar is definitely SpongeBob Hall Monitor. <laughs> Just causing the gem damage. Is in the slug. <laughs> um so uh Cinnabar is wandering around thinking about Foss. Gay. Um and then they see something on the horizon, something really bright. Um, and they start leaking their mercury, thinking that it's the Lunarians. Start sweating. Uh, and they, like, release tendrils of it, but it's just diamond shining in the night because they fell asleep. Crazy shining diamond. Um, and then Cinnabar is like, what are you doing here? Leave. And then diamond is like, okay. Get out oh, of my well, swamp. where's... <laughs> uh, uh, where's Foss? They, like, diamond can't find slug um and diamond like asks cinnabar to help and they're like no i don't care i don't care about foss what are you talking about um and then they hear a rustle in the bushes and then uh that there there they are slug foss um and diamond shows the slug to cinnabar and diamond explains what happened and cinnabar is like is that even possible um and then they ask if when they were fighting, they broke the shell. And uh, Diamond is like, yeah, we made like a hole or two. Um, and then Cinnabar turns to leave and Diamond begs them to help. And they're like, do you think Foss is better off this way? And Cinnabar is like, yeah, probably because Foss <laughs> is useless and all up in everyone's business. I mean, they're super cute and like they really want to help me. But like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, they're so nice to me and want me to not work the night shift that I hate. But fuck them <laughs> i hate them so much <laughs> they're making me feel something other than indifference <laughs> it, um a diamond even like kind of calls it out of like oh you, you talk about false like 
you're you know like a romance for like a romantic relationship with them and I was, at this point i was like god like it's it, if it's not super obvious false and cinnabar is a very popular if not the only prominent ship out of this series <laughs> and it wasn't until that like rewatching it i was like god cinnabar really is just gay as hell aren't they <laughs> like yeah just so gay. like i didn't realize it the first time i watched this but i was just like wow just so so How much gay you, angst honestly I, I got it i didn't know where the show uh, was going the first time i saw it now I, my eyes are open now so after after Diamond is like, you know, Foss likes you, uh, Cinnabar changes the subject. <laughs> Look over there. And they're like, uh, did you know that snails eat rocks to get their <laughs> shells back? <laughs> Just anything uh, to change the topic. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so weird when that rock is in that snail. Oh, fuck. I'm thinking about the Foss again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's when, like, it clicks for Diamond uh, that Foss is in the shell. They're not in the slug. They're in the shell. Um, ha, Foss in the shell. <laughs> like, like, uh, um. So Diamond uh, launches into action. They run off. And then Cinnabar acts like they don't care, but they definitely do. Um, they make a little Foss out of Mercury. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Diamond is running off. And as they're running... They remember their conversation with Foss about changing themselves and, like, feeling guilty. Um, and when they get back to the school, Bort is waiting. They're, like, on patrol. Um, and, like the rest of them, they're all on patrol all the time. <laughs> um, and Diamond is like, hey, I, I found a way to fix Foss. Uh, and then Diamond runs through the building, calling out for everybody to come help get the big shell out of the pond. And they do, and they get all the pieces, and then the doctor puts Foss back together. And there's, like, a magical girl sequence of Foss's body, like, getting put back together. Reminds me of Advil liquid gel. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing. It's, it's Foss's body, like, reforming in, like, a liquid state. So I think it's, like, their mind reforming as their bodies being actually pieced together back in, like, real life. Yeah. Um, and everyone is there when they wake up. And the slug is still there. Hello, slug. <laughs> we have a new mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Animal sidekick. Yeah, check yeah. that off. Um, and then Foss attacks it, and it manages to get back into the bowl. And Diamond is like, "Okay, are you ready?" And then, and then it like squeaks along with Diamond as Diamond says, "I'm really sorry," and it bows, and I love it. <laughs> I love this slug. Quickest turnaround for oh, this shit's gross. Into I love this. This is my favorite <laughs> character. Yeah, well, I love, I love like ugly, cute stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, this is my shit. It reminds me. It just occurred to me. It reminds me a lot of water bears. Uh, Those like microorganisms, mm -hmm. tetracars, tetracars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but Foss is still mad, even though it apologized. But Diamond is like holding on to it, and Foss is having like a full argument with the slug, like as if it knows what it's saying. But everyone else is just hearing it squeak, and Diamond is like, "Who are you?" talking to and then foss is like you can't you can't hear what it's saying and diamond's like no no one and that's can. that's where episode three ends Ooh. Ooh. so if you want to talk to an animal just get eaten by it jasper <laughs> no 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 Dan Dan quick. No. <laughs> just eat one of my toes eat the tip it's fine of my finger yeah <laughs> would that be worth it I, honestly yes. yes for me 
I would love to talk to Jasper. Maybe a cat. Definitely not my dogs. My, I knew what my dogs were all thinking. Sleep and food. That's it. It's, I don't need to know what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, they don't play coy. <laughs> yeah, it's very... Uh, they, uh, uh, was it promote or... I can't think of words anymore. I'm done. I'm thinking about anime gems. <laughs> that's, that's fine. fine. Anyway. <laughs> broadcast. They don't broadcast their uh, thoughts oh. really well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. yeah. So. That's the first three episodes. Are we there yet? Uh, I I like this show. It's it's definitely uh, visuals over story, which uh, is fine <laughs> because they do the visuals so well. It's not like some other animes that are like, okay, we want this to be pretty and uh, who cares about the story? But it's also not that pretty because it just looks like other anime. This being <laughs> 3D and having... That, like, sort of formative of, we are doing 3D anime right for the first time. It's like, okay, I you got me on board. Uh, yeah. It just has this, like, very bright, like, solar punk, Art Nouveau sort of aesthetic. And it's just very pleasant, very gentle. There is action to keep it interesting, but it's not, like, All constant action. or the sole focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I liked it. Yeah, I am definitely intrigued. I like the characters. Yeah. I like the way it looks. And I, I do like that the, like, because I'm not an action person. I like that there are fights, but they don't last too long. Yeah. Yeah. One of the benefits of a lot of the gems being very brutal. It's like, they get a good few hits in on the Lunaires, uh, Lunarians, but the Lunarians just take one good shot at them and they're they're shattered. They're done. So it's like... It's kind yeah, of like an all-or-nothing fight. I really love when they fought the band The Lumineers. <laughs> the Lumineers. <laughs> get the hey, hey. get the ho. <laughs> ho. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what hooked me into this show, because when I watched it back when it came out, I knew nothing about it like you guys. Um, and yeah, the 3D animation and just the style to the show itself is kind of what hooked me until the story was able to sink its fangs into me and I was able to see where the story was actually going. Um, mm-hmm. Because there is... There is a a big point, I think, about the next episode we'll get to where it's like, oh, that's kind of a hint of where it's going. And then it's not until, like, episode. And I mean, I don't want to dissuade you guys, but, like, it's it's later where it's like, it's you see you see where the story's going, but it takes its time. But it's enjoyable mm-hmm. the whole time up to that point. But it's not yeah, the main sure. plot, so. Um. I would, I would watch it. Uh, mainly because it is only 13 episodes, so it's not like you have to wait until episode 20 mm-hmm. for it to, like, get interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not many. God, I wish there was more episodes. Um, <laughs> but the manga, I think, is only on, like, chapter, like, 97 or so, mm-hmm. and it's been going since, we said, like, 2012. So it's, like, a monthly manga and, and with plenty of breaks in between. But, like, God, is it worth it? Because, like, no spoilers, but where the manga is right now is, ooh, ooh, the delicious drama. <laughs> it satiates me for eons. But Good it, to know. It, it fucking goes places, and it's wild. And it's very quickly become one of my favorite series. Neat. Well, I'd say this went pretty well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I really liked the music in it, too. It's good music, yeah. yeah. It was very Kingdom Heartsy. <laughs> I'll forgive you for saying that, but yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Hearts has good music, whether you like the games or not. It has good music. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Brendan, for bringing something refreshing. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so afraid. 
Well, once you said refreshing, that reminded me. They say Foss's color is like uh, uh, green, or is like mint. It's a mint color. And it immediately made me think, how do they know what mint is? What do, <laughs> yeah. what do they know about mint? <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat. Plot hole. This whole show is re- terrible now. Yeah, let's just find everything wrong with it. One out of ten. <laughs> There's not enough of it. That's my biggest complaint. <laughs> anyway, glad what are we doing it. next week? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, similar to this week, uh, it's, it's going to be recorded bef- uh, before, uh, this episode comes out. So we're still in the anxiety times. <laughs> <laughs> we're still strong. We still need good vibes. Yeah. Uh, you, the listener may, I certainly hope you're in a better place, but, uh, we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll see specifically, uh, on the other side of this hill. So, uh, we're gonna keep the good vibes going where I specifically Googled what's the chillest vibe. Like, <laughs> we already did laid back camp. We can't just do that yeah. again as much as we want to. No. But, Aww. uh, I found another slice of life. We're watching Kaon. Ooh. Yay. For cute girls making music. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if there's a, uh, a chill show that you want to calm us <laughs> down with. stressful. What is, uh, listener, can you send us your best, like, after work, uh, I just need a bubble bath of an anime. <laughs> you can send those recommendations <laughs> to us. Uh, our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. And I did mention it earlier. I haven't talked about it before. I have an ASMR channel on YouTube. It's Dana Sweetie. So if you want to watch me play I Spy Spooky Mansion, <laughs> that's on there. Topical. So, yep. I mean, if you find Dana at most times, uh, they're playing I Spy Spooky Mansion. Spooky Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter, ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do. And sometimes I stream on AreWeThereYet uh, on Twitch. Yeah. We've got our own Twitch handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Be the Steven you want to see in the world. Be bored. <laughs> <laughs>